lips A simple recipe But it would mean so much to me Turn on the gas and make me feel fine And all I wanna say is Just give me some hot pizza here with another edition of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the very best financial radio programs heard around the country each and every week. And with a nod to Casey Kasem, you can find those shows on great radio stations like WLS in Chicago, 1061 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina, WVOM, The Voice of Maine, and KSCJ AM and FM in Sioux City, Iowa. And it's all brought to you here, hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Please remember to rate, review, and share this podcast. We would really appreciate that. If you want to reach any of the advisors featured here, just give them a call, 800-662-6808, or text PIZZA to 21000. You could reach me, Steve, at financialpizza.com, or find me on Twitter, at Steve Siddall. Another up and down week in the market. Nothing new there. Mortgage rates, though, did fall to a record low for the eighth time this year, making buying a home more affordable for many of us. And just one thing, very limited inventory. Now, according to Freddie Mac, interest rates fell for the eighth time this year with a 30-year fixed standing at 2.88%. That's amazing. The advisors certainly had plenty to say this week. Had nothing to do there either, because when don't they? Uh, well, Coach Pete Deruta kicks things off. He starts with a quote from an unlikely source. We'll hear from Eric Carney. He explains what he calls a financial parking lot. Kevin Frisbee offers some tips to help make sure you're ready for retirement. We also hear from Robert Kuhn and Mark Giels. I've also got a brand new Brokers Behaving Badly. All right, let's get this pizza going. First up, America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta. In this clip from America's 401k show, Coach tells a story about what it's like to be in Vegas without any money. Well, it's not fun, to say the least. Let's put together a plan that has portfolio longevity, sustainable lifetime income, and make sure your estate's taken care of. That's why we're here, Steve. We, that's why we as humans here, everyone's here, is because we don't want to worry when we retire. Right. <laughs> well, got plenty of other worries. We don't need to worry about retirement. <laughs> we sure don't. <laughs> we kind of got through some quotes. I got one more for okay, you. How's that? Yeah. And this one is from a guy named Jonathan Clements. And you might not be familiar with him, but um, he's a guy that kind of knows. Do you know who that I've is? I've had him on the show before. Oh, have yeah, you really? Back in 2009 or 10. He was in USA Today a lot. He wrote oh, USA yeah, that's Today. Right. Yeah, okay. So like, Great. I had him on. Good so guy. So you do know who I it is. I sure do. All right. So here's his quote. Retirement is like a long vacation in Las Vegas. The goal <laughs> is to enjoy it to the fullest but not so fully that you run out of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, Steve. This was years ago. I was in college, and I went to Vegas. Dad was uh, well, still teaching at UNC Pembroke part-time now, University of North Carolina okay. Pembroke. But he was full-time then, and he was giving a physics presentation in Vegas. You know, physics, what goes up must come down, right? <laughs> right but, yeah, pretty much. But he took the family. And so uh, he, he gave me and my brothers, Bob and Jeff, our own room. This was the best thing ever, right? It was our own room. Like, I was a freshman in college. We got to go to Vegas for... Seven days, those Ooh, days. That's a long time well, in Vegas. The problem was, well, Dad was leaving after three. So when Dad was here, all the meals were covered, you know, all that kind of stuff. But as soon as Dad left, I lost all my money. <laughs> so two days in Vegas with no money was no fun. Oh, gosh, no. That's horrible. <laughs> I can't imagine. Re- and that's why I try to tell people how important it is that we have a sustainable income plan that gives us lifetime income. 
if you blow the if you go to Vegas and blow your monthly check this month, you don't worry because next month is going to be another check coming. There was no other check coming for me when I was trapped in Vegas for two days with nothing to do. <laughs> no. So that's why I'm really passionate about making sure people have the proper allocation between risk and safety and risk and income. A lot of people look at risk for safety, but we need to look at what kind of income we could get with the money we have at risk right now. And many of you listening have 401ks. Most everybody has a 401k, sure. 403b, TSP, or IRA. Those are all retirement accounts. Steve, would you ever take money you're going to need for the rest of your life and put it in a place that you could disappear? Give it to David Copperfield to use the Vegas thing. No, <laughs> yeah. you would not. But, but that's what happens when we don't pay attention or advisor who claims to be on our side isn't paying attention to what we want to do in life and the needs and wants we're going to have and the market environment now, but more importantly, in the future. Steve, what I've learned in 28 and a half years in the financial world is what goes up will come down <laughs> and it'll go all around. Yes. And it's... A lot of people get in when they should have got out, and they get out when they should have got in, and they brag about their portfolio, but there's no real value to your portfolio until you have that translated into what kind of lifetime income you can get from a portion of that. And again, breaking it up into little pieces and have little streams of income add up to gigantic oceans of income Mm -hmm. instead of having one big stream that could drought, you have a drought or something like that, right? So we don't need one stream. We need more than one. Social Security is one. That helps with the payments of the stay in the living expenses, food expenses, that kind of thing. But we need more money to do what we want to do. But we can't take too much risk. And that's what I see way too much times. Jonathan Clement's a really great guy. It is all about the income and retirement for sure. America's 401k show airs on several stations in the Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina market. It's also available on Apple Podcasts as well as on America's 401k show.com. Call Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial. 800-662-6808. You can also text pizza to 21000. Visit americas401kshow.com or visit capitalfinancialusa.com for more on Capital Financial. Pizza. Now let's check in with Eric Carney and his show Wealth Works Radio in Cape Coral, Florida. In this clip, Eric is talking about the importance of having an income plan in writing and says sometimes it feels like there is a giant financial parking lot out there. I'll let Eric explain. The majority of people who walk through my front door have no clue where their income's gonna come from, and that is just unacceptable. Why do you suppose that is? It's like what Donna, my financial planner, says. Most advisors don't know how to build an income plan, and I think that's the truth, because people are coming in from these large firms, these big firms, and I call these places financial parking lots. You basically just have your money parked there. If you really believe that somebody's writing a financial plan based on your portfolio, you're wrong. If you really think that somebody's basing and building an income plan based on your portfolio, you're wrong. And if you really think that at these big firms, your account is getting managed, maintained, monitored, and rebalanced, you are completely wrong. And I'm telling you right now, I've said this for a long time, these are nothing but financial parking lots. Your money is invested. That's all it is. Whatever the market does, whatever that mutual fund does, exchange traded fund, stock, whatever it is that you're in, that's all it's going to do. What you have to do is you have to build a comprehensive financial plan that's matching the lifestyle that you want. And then you're going to build that lifestyle income plan that's showing increased inflation with everything that you want. Where's my paycheck going to come from? 
And then all of a sudden, it's going to go right down to the investments because it's going to be your lifestyle that actually determines your investments. And unfortunately, everyone's going in and they're determining their investments first and not even realizing how much their lifestyle costs. It's so backwards in this industry. And when people come in to see us, they're like, Eric, that makes total sense. So let me ask you this. Do you think it's if, if it's investments first for someone, uh, you know, from a from an advisor standpoint, they're they're lying in their pockets. They're lying in their pockets 100 percent. All they're interested in doing is going back to their manager and saying, hey, I signed over this account today. And that manager says to them, great, move on to the next one. Well, since I don't have a manager, I don't have anyone to answer to except myself. And there's no one harder on myself than me. And so the thing is, is that I'm going to put them through a process. And this is what our clients want. They want that process. This is why we have very low attrition. And so people are coming into us and they're like, Eric, we are absolutely tired of these big firms. We want a process. We want service. But more importantly, like we want to be heard. And there's a lot of people that are coming to us because they're not being heard from their current advisor or their current advisory firm. And so the thing is, is that through this whole pandemic, this has been eyes wide open about this whole industry. And I've said this before, but this year is actually lifting off the camouflage from all of these advisors who really don't do who are, who are not committed to financial planning, income planning, or any kind of planning whatsoever. And so people are realizing my portfolio isn't as great as I thought it was. More importantly, I really don't have a plan moving forward. And so the thing is, is that I want our clients to know where they stand at all times. And that's non-negotiable. Knowing where you stand at all times with your retirement and income plan is a good thing. Eric has a great team with him at Retirement Wealth. They really do care about what they're doing and care about you. You can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida, or on the iHeartRadio app anywhere. You can also find him on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Eric is with Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral, Florida. His website is ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. Find him on TV too, both Saturday and Sunday. Check your local listings for times and channels, or you can call him here, 800-662-6808, or just text PIZZA to 21000. PIZZA! From Southwest Florida to Chicago, Illinois, that's where we find Robert Kuhn. In this clip from his show, Decoding Wall Street, he begins talking about asset allocation and how important that part of the plan really is, especially in unstable times like right now. You know, asset allocation, right? Diversification. I mean, those two most overused phrases in our industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, people think that asset allocation is, you know, you have small, mid, large growth value, um, you know, international, you got some real estate. I mean, that's not a diversified portfolio. I think most people kind of for that buy and set it and forget it strategy, you know, the 20% of a portfolio, you may not need an advisor on, but the other two thirds of the portfolio, the strategies that, you know, we can drastically reduce your taxable income strategies that can get 10% distributions, regardless of what happens in the market, you know, strategies that can hedge away risk in ways that you simply can't. Uh, that's where an advisor comes in. And, and I think it's the, the good advisors out there that are constantly looking at and trying to stay at the forefront of what's the greatest strategy that can get my client the most or the greatest rate of return with ultimately the least amount of risk. And, and we're seeing strategies, Steve, that 
you know, they just weren't there two years ago. And so unless the advisor is really at the cutting edge of, of the risk management spectrum and willing to look at new things, um, you know, unfortunately, they're just kind of leaving the client um, out, you know, hanging the client out to dry in that as soon as the market goes down and they see, you know, a 20 to 30 percent correction, um, you know, then ultimately they come back with the excuse of, well, the market ultimately is going to come back. The only people, and I, I know this sounds terrible, but I mean it with all due respect. The only people who lose money are those that want to. They're the ones that just simply don't want to, to, to be educated on the strategies that exist today that can mitigate risk. And it's simple mathematics. If you don't lose, ultimately you win. You know, one of my challenges, Steve, is, is as an advisor is how you know, granular do I want to go with the client, right? I mean, because, you know, you say structured note, for example. I mean, you know, it, it, it's simple. It, it's a bank that is hedging away the risk on the downside and giving you some sort of upside. You know, there's a hundred different strategies. But at the end of the day, if you want some principal protection in place and you want some growth, well, there are strategies that exist today, but the challenge that I have is do I take it to the 1,000-foot level or do I stay at the 30,000-foot level? So what we always try to do to make it relatable to clients is we go back to what is this piece of our portfolio trying to solve for? You know, I mean, clients, you know, Steve, especially those that make, you know, you know, three, four, five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars $600,000 a year, um, or really anybody over a uh, hundred thousand, quite frankly, but you know there are strategies today that you know can reduce your taxable income um, substantially. You know strategies that qualify for the Tax and Jobs Cut Act of 2017 that actually uh, run out uh, the end of next year. We had a conversation this week with uh, with a cardiologist who was making a bunch of money, needed to defer some taxes, and you know strategies exist today that you know this investment, particular investment, qualified for it. We expect it to be per a hundred thousand dollar investment. You know, somewhere in the neighborhood of eighty to ninety thousand dollar income uh, tax reduction, and, it, and it's going to pay anywhere from a three to a seven percent, uh, or three to a ten percent annual distribution. So people think, well, that's too good to be true. Well, no, it's not too good to be true. Institutions have been doing it forever, using these strategies forever. They're just new to you. So, you know, we're always trying to stay at the forefront of, you know, risk management, ways to generate returns with the least amount of risk. I love Robert's approach to retirement planning. His insight is so spot on, in my opinion. Now, you can hear Robert and his show, Decoding Wall Street, Saturdays at noon on News Talk WLSAM. You can also find him on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Call him here, 800-662-6808. Just text PIZZA to 21000 if you wish. Or visit his website, KuhnCP.com. That's Kuhn, K-U-H-N-C-P.com. Pizza! Now let's see just how bad this broker is behaving. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. As the song goes, it's a tale as old as time. A co-founder of an RIA firm is accused in a Ponzi-like scheme. Here's the story. According to the SEC, David Hu, co-founder and chief investment officer of International Investment Group, sold at least $60 million worth of fake trade finance loans. If that weren't enough, he's said to have used proceeds from the sales to cover redemption requests of earlier investors. 
And Mr. Who didn't stop there. Regulators say in order to keep the scam going, not only did he have to convince clients to purchase loans, he had to enlist others in his firm to create bogus promissory notes as well as other fake documents to substantiate the non-existent loans. The complaint goes on to say that the scheme led to substantial losses to an unnamed retail mutual fund and other funds that the firm advised. The SEC has charged Who with violating federal anti-fraud laws and seeking permanent injunctive relief, disgorgement, and civil penalties. According to the press release, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York announced criminal charges against Who in a parallel action. The regulator says the SEC had charged IIG with fraud in November of last year, revoking its registration as an investment advisor at the time, and in March of 2020, the SEC obtained a final judgment against the firm in joining it from further violations and ordering it to repay over $35 million in disgorgement and prejudgment interest. A trial date is pending for Mr. Who. We'll keep you posted. Just one more reason why we recommend dealing with a true fiduciary and don't be afraid to ask them to prove it. Yeah, there's just a never-ending supply of those folks. It's very sad, but true. Pizza! Mark Giels is next from Sioux City, Iowa. Mark begins by outlining just how a retirement plan comes together and just how long that plan might go. So how long do you run plans, Mark? I mean, you know, if you talk about people living into their 90s, do you run a plan into the, the 90s to 100? How so far do you what go we do, So if you started with a million dollars, you know, our goal is to run 25 years worth of income um, off of that million dollars and leave a remaining balance of a million plus uh, at the end, and remember, a million dollars twenty a million dollars twenty five years from now is not the equivalent of a million dollars today. Of course, so it's less money. But you're also ninety some years old, and so the goal is is if we've made it to ninety, you know, or ninety plus, um, we still have money left. Um, so we have money that we can continue to spend, but we've segmented our money along that way. And maybe we start with a million and end with a million and a half. Um, you know, it depends upon really what your objectives are. But yes, we look at 25 years. If you're retiring at age 60, we want to run, you know, six segments. You know, we're literally looking at 30 years of retirement income, trying to segment that out. You know, your go-go years are probably 15 years long. You know, your slow-go years are maybe 10 years long. Um, and you know, we, we do that and then we have a residual balance that we, we dial in at the end estate planning. So what are the key um, things in a, in, in an estate plan that we should definitely have done? If we don't do anything else, we need to have these, uh, healthcare power of attorney. That Boy, that's number one opinion. on everybody's list, isn't it? Yes. Because all the other stuff, um, will get worked out. I mean, if you don't have a will, the state's got one for you. Um, but if you don't have a healthcare power of attorney, and especially one that's HIPAA compliant, which means that it gives your uh, spouse or someone else access to your medical records, to your health insurance, uh, being able to talk to the insurance company and that type of thing, uh, those are important. So even for married couples, you know, if if you don't have a healthcare power of attorney, um, because of the nature of what we live in today and because of strict regulations, they won't even discuss information with the spouse regarding insurance and that kind of stuff unless you actually have a HIPAA authorization saying that you're authorized to talk on behalf of this individual. Um, so that's number one. Uh, number two is to have a will. Um, and number three 
is after the will, if we want to reduce time delays and expenses, to have a revocable trust. And, uh, you know, all those things, like I said, are talked about in context with getting together with a qualified attorney um, to finalize and discuss um, all of your plans and draft any legal documents to make sure your wishes are put down in paper so that they will actually happen. Don't put off even the most basics of estate planning, particularly the health care directive. So important. Mark Geals and Mark on Money can be heard Sunday mornings at 7.30 on KSCJ 1360 AM and 94.9 FM in Sioux City, Iowa. You can visit their website, EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. That's EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. Pizza. On we go to the great state of Maine and Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee and Associates. The show is Financial Safari, and in this clip, Kevin begins talking about the importance of an emergency fund and then gets into tax planning in retirement. Set at least six months aside and try to push as much as a year of, of, uh, of expenses aside in an emergency account, savings account. And I listen, people ask me all the time, Steve, I, and I chuckle when people come in and say, hey, Kev, how much is, is too much to have in an emergency account? So then that gets the grin on my face, and I say, well, tell me how much you got. And so some people say, well, I got 5,000. I'm good with that. And, uh, you know, is that too much? And then somebody comes in and says, well, I got 200,000 in my, in my savings account. Is that too much? And the answer is the same for both of them. My question back to them is, well, what's your comfort level? How much you get uneasy about if you get down below a certain level? So it could be 200,000 if that's you, or it could be 5,000 if that's you. It's a personality thing. It's not anything about uh, what to, what's the right thing to do with money, which ultimately is what they're asking me. Mm-hmm. But I can't say, well, you know, if your comfort level is 200,000, you should put some of that money to work. Well, that's the logical thing to do, right? No, right. that's not, that's not the right approach. It's, <laughs> we're we're going to go based on your comfort level. If it's a hundred thousand, you get 200,000, we can play with a hundred thousand and, and go to invest that, you know, and, and do something conservative with that. But, but it's uh, it's a funny, that emergency savings thing is a funny thing with people. Sure. And, uh, but it's always a discussion that you have to have. Totally do. Yeah. I mean, if they don't have an emergency account, how do we help them get one set up and sa- and save enough? And that could push you off to maybe wait a few months to, to retirement. If you know if you don't have that set up, maybe you work a few extra months and then save everything you uh, you you uh, get from earnings from work for the next few months. That'll tell you if you're ready or not. Sure. Uh, because now, if your other monies and and uh, other incomes sup- supplement enough to be able to cover your budget, and then your earnings are all banked. That tells you a lot. That tells you you have the ability, you know, you can almost do a test run on retirement uh, using that strategy. I like that concept too, doing a test, of, you know, a test retirement. I like that. Yep. Um, let's talk about uh, tax strategies because that becomes critical. And right now, I mean, you know, the election's coming up. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we've got to be ready. I had uh, somebody call the TV show just a couple weeks ago, and he, he's an old friend of mine, and he, he hasn't been, a, he's not a client yet, but he called up and said, you know, Kev, long time no see. We, we're going to get together. I can't wait to do that. But he said, what caught my attention is the, the conversation you were talking about tax strategies. And he says, I'm working with another broker that I've been with for a long time and uh, a prominent firm here in Maine. And he says, I don't hear anybody that I go talk about finances with talk about tax strategies. And I said, well, Dave, I, primarily because he, you know, he, they probably do a good job growing your money. And they're not really fitted to be able to you know, talk about the tax minimization and the distribution planning because they're designed to grow the money. And we're, I consider ourselves distribution planners. How do you do uh, distribution planning, taking money out, 
tax efficiently? What do you, what about Roth conversions? Those type of things. So again, it, I, I don't need to pit myself against his other advisor. I just need to show the difference that, hey, they're designed to grow the money. We grow the money as well, but we talk about this these other things that are, I think, critically important. And that tax strategy is, is one of the most important things. Because it's always tax time in retirement. I mean, it really is. It's, it's Think about that. It's always tax time because now you're in distribution mode. And that money coming out, the tax con considerations have to be talked about or should be talked about and, and considered when you're doing your distributions. That's why I tell people, listen, if you can get money in a Roth IRA, as much as you can build up in a Roth IRA. So now you've got two different tax qualified types of money, one pre-tax, one Roth monies. Now, when you do your distribution planning, we've got that as a tool. So one year you might need $30,000 from your retirement account in, in income to supplement your, your budget. Well, if 20,000 comes from a retirement account pre-taxed, and then we take maybe 10 from the Roth, depending on your tax bracket, it could minimize and, and, and prevent you from jumping up into a whole other tax bracket as a tool. So th I, there's a lot that we talk about as far sure. as tax strategy and set yourself up to, to minimize paying, paying Uncle Sam the least amount possible. Roth conversions, tax planning, they all play a key role to a successful retirement. Kevin and Financial Safari can be heard on multiple radio stations throughout the state of Maine on Saturdays and Sundays. Kevin posts all of his shows on his website, frisbeebenefits.com. That's frisbee, F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits.com. You can also find him on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to reach Kevin direct, call him 800-662-6808 or just text pizza to 21000. Pizza! One more clip and this pizza is ready for that no contact delivery. And for that, we turn once again to Coach Pete DeRuta of the program, America's 401k show. And joining Coach this time is senior wealth strategist at Capital Financial, Marty Hensley. I'm there too. Uh, the topic begins with how often you should be seeing your advisor. And then there's an interesting conversation about annuities. What I like is at least a quarterly conversation, right? Okay. Either on the phone or in person or, or through email. But then once a year, I like in-person meetings, Marty, mm -hmm. I think, or if you don't want to meet in person, at least a longer conversation on the phone, just because it's good to know, number one, where you started, where you thought you were going to go and where you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Those are big questions. It is. Three big questions. Big questions. And a lot of people we talk to who, who aren't clients, they're listeners and they're calling in, they're saying, well, God, my broker, I started here and my broker said we'd be here by now and we're way over there. And that way over there is not a good thing a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that we have those waypoints where we can look and make sure we're going the right route. So like when you're flying a plane, Steve, they're constantly pinging there, the plane is, to different uh, radar stations to make sure they're on the right path. You don't want to leave Boston on the way to L.A. and end up in San Francisco. <laughs> that's, no. that's a long way. California's a big place, and it's, it's, it's one place. side to the other. So we just need to make sure that we're doing the right thing. And, Marty, one of the things that you and I were talking about this week is the fact that there are a lot of folks that we've been talking to who purchased annuity a few years ago. And the insurance companies write something in annuities, which is which is to protect you and to protect them. Mm -hmm. It's called an MVA, a market value adjustment. Now, what the, we've seen lately is because interest rates, Steve, have gone down so low, many people can get money, their, their annuity out, even though it's only had, they only had it for a year or two or three, mm -hmm. they can get it out with more than they started with, with, with no fees whatsoever. I mean, they get more than they started with out. And so that makes a lot of sense sometimes, doesn't it? Yes, we had a, we had a listener that came in and he wanted one of our comprehensive reviews and a, and a chunk of his retirement was in an annuity product. And I said, bring in your full statement. Let's take a look at it. We looked at it and he said, I just, I really haven't been very happy with it. 
we looked to the last page, and there was a, a line item on there called cash surrender value. The cash surrender value takes into account any surrender charges and a market value adjustment. Because when you put money into the investment to begin with, they make investments on your behalf. And so sometimes those internal investments can go up in value. And in this case, because that investment strategy that, that they had put in place, it had gone up in value. So his cash surrender value after three years into the contract was higher than his contract value. So basically the conversation was, let me get this straight. In this one gentleman's situation, they're going to pay me $4,000 to walk away. And I said, well, that's essentially the, the situation. In addition to what he started with. Wow. In addition to what he started with. So we took his account value. He was $4,000 <laughs> above that to walk away. And this was in his surrender charge schedule period. So it doesn't happen very often. But if it's that situation, we'd at least like to know that that's an option for you. Sure. Absolutely. Marty, you had a great analogy. We were talking about it earlier about the car lot. You want to share that? Yeah. This I, I had I had a young lady. She came in and she said, so let me get this straight. She says, I bought a car three years ago. The dealership's willing to give me $5,000 more than what I paid for it three years ago. <laughs> and I can go across the street and buy another brand new one. And get it at a twenty percent discount, and I'm like, well, yep, that's kind of where you are. <laughs> wow, let's let's make so, that happen. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to explain what we're talking about on the air, but just keep in mind, if you have an annuity at all, it's time to get an annuity appraisal, and just make mm -hmm. sure that what you were told is really happening. Steve, believe it or not, sometimes it, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> and make sure you deal with a fiduciary firm who has to put your needs above the financial institutions and their own needs. And you deal with true independent advisors who have access to most everything out there. It comes down to information and knowledge to know what might work best for you. Maybe it's an annuity. Maybe it isn't. It is worth a phone call or a text to find out. America's 401k show airs on several stations in the Raleigh-Durham market, also available on Apple Podcasts, as well as on americas401kshow.com. You can call Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, 800-662-6808, or you can text PIZZA to 21000. Visit americas401kshow.com for more. So that makes this little pizza complete. And it's clips and more from some of the very best financial radio programs heard around the country every week, all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808 or just text pizza to 21000. Reach me, Steve at financialpizza.com or find me on Twitter at Steve Sadal. Thanks for listening, everybody. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share this podcast. We really need that. And we've also got links to the advisors in the show notes listed with this podcast. I'm Steve Sadal. We'll see you next time right here on Financial Pizza. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. 
Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina licensed insurance agency.